Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. Guys, we're back again with another ah, episode. Nope, nope. Hey, you don't get to do the intros anymore. I'm still doing the intro. I'm doing the intro right now. We're, we've already started. We're running this thing now. I'm the one who hit the button, so I'm saying it. No, so no, what's up, guys? Not true. Not, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. No, 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 <laughs> Just remember, once you were at this status too. Me? Yes. I had a valid reason. What? It's called an edumacation. Mm. Mm, a little bit before that edumacation came in. No, you didn't. Oh, what you mean? Sickle cell? Because I did. <laughs> oh, you haven't had it for 10 years. Don't lie. You haven't had it for 10 years. That's true. Anyways, we're getting well off track. This man, don't let this man lie to you. Oh, if he says man. sickle cell, he'd been cured for 10 years. But don't listen to Master Golf for a month for invalid reasons. Anyway. Nah. <laughs> Maybe the last three weeks, no. But before that, I have. That's not Anyways. <laughs> I'm back after a while. After spotty entrances. But what's up? I'm spotty Rafiki. is an upgrade from what you... Anyways, we'll have a separate <laughs> podcast to discuss these problems. <laughs> Tune in after the podcast for the after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to your podcast feed immediately. Anyways, this is your boy Rafiki. Back again to my right. What's up, guys? You, you, I'm sorry. Did you forget your directions? I did, actually. But at least I'm here. Anyways, <laughs> it's your boy Timmy Tunga. You already know what to do. Follow me on the Snapchats, the Twitters, and the Instagrams. And... One half of your regular hosting team, <laughs> Mateo decided, you know, he was going to let Rafiki host this week. Kidding. Mateo's doing stuff. Uh, he's trying to be educated. I think. I don't really know what he's doing. I'm not going to laugh around. But I'm Mookie. I'm um, literally Mookie833 on everything except PlayStation because I stole my own. I stole my own. <laughs> he figured and out he was the fraud. I, I figured out. I, I, I forward nine myself. If you're Nigerian, you know what that means. Uh, but joined But joining us back again This is the first time we've done back-to-back shows, isn't it? Yep Yeah, uh, Tonks, joining us once again Gentlemen What's up? Back at it, talk more video games Video yeah, games Video games, video games, video games Sounds like a vegan food It does sound like vegan food, oh man like, Vegan food is like borderline unedible. So, is this a vegan podcast or is this... Uh, we can start a vegan podcast. I will not I do don't, that. I, don't know. <laughs> I love beef. I'm not doing a burger after this, bro. I can't give up. I'm, I was yeah. talking about... I'm eating a burger after this, bro. Like, I, like, I don't know of any real-life vegans. I just hear about them in, like, the ether, and they just exist somewhere, but, you know, it is what it is. No, um... I know we usually do a lot of, uh, we talk about movies, we talk about video games. This week is going to be video games. Strictly. Heavy, like, 99% video games. Um, 
Rafiki and Timmy Tunga were out in LA. They got to experience EA Play and they LA. went to the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra. So they're going to talk about that experience. Yeah. yeah. And then, all video game yeah. related. We uh, <laughs> we kind of gave like our, not really predictions, but like our kind of our hopes and dreams. And we were all kind of sorely, thoroughly disappointed. Um, in one way, shape, or form. It's like, yeah, and, there, and, there was something that I was okay with and I'm happy surprises. with. Yeah, it was, I, I think there was probably two legitimate surprises like in the entire conference. Yeah. Like, and that's, again, the question I want to ask to start off the show is E3 losing its relevance. How do you feel about that, Tom? Because um, we listen to other podcasts, mainly kind of funny. Um, I still listen to um, Beyond and yep. like Unlocked. All the all, stuff. I listen, like, listen, half of my podcast, IGN. The other half, NPR, Jalen Jacoby, and First Take. And then car stuff. Um... And for a while, people were saying Colin Moriarty was crazy for saying E3 is no longer as relevant as it used to be. He kind of seems like he he called the future correctly because yeah. we had E3 of Dreams for a couple years in a row, and this one was just kind of like there. I, I think, I mean, yeah, it's losing its relevance a little bit, but I think it, it's still got 10, 15 years before it's gone, before it becomes like a PAX. Yeah. And that's probably when we'll see it go that way, but... It wasn't as fun as last year because there were so many new things, but because there were so many new things last year, I think we saw kind of what yeah. we, like the mediocre, the whelmed, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> and like, again, we can't expect blockbuster announcements every year because eventually these games are going to come out. Obviously, one of the things we were hoping for, like before E3 came out, Rockstar was like, Red Dead's getting pushed back. You will not see us at E3. Salam alaikum. Bye. Which isn't a surprise because they're is, never at E3. Like, they're they never at they E3. The thing that's kind of annoying is like Square Enix popped up here and there like, hi, 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 hi. And then three weeks ago, they were like, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah, you might not see those for three years. Yeah. Might not. Keywords, might and capital not. For three years, that's a long time. Not yeah. to mention there's like, Oh yeah, we kind of have a sort of have a Tomb Raider game we're not really talking about, but it's there, and they didn't deny it, but they didn't confirm it either. So I'm like, all right, Square Enix, you're starting to annoy me. Ubisoft is doing a lot of the right things, but at a level that no in the one wrong knew. way. Exactly, they're doing the right things in the wrong way. Nintendo is killing Nintendo. it. They're, I mean, personally, they're killing it this year. Do you think they had the best number? I think they had the best number. All right, so let's just go into it. Uh, <laughs> talks. Explain to us why you think Nintendo had the best conference. Um, so pretty much because they came into it saying, well, we're going to talk about stuff this year. Um, so everyone was expecting to hear about Mario, hear about you know the games coming out this year before the end of 2017. They dropped a new Yoshi game on us coming out next year. They showed us Metroid 4, which is far out in development, but just to get us all hyped for it, they showed us that. Um, they showed us personally. I'm hyped for it, Rocket League on the Switch. Yeah, like that started it, and that I kid you not, I like jumped when I was at work watching that. Like literally, was like so hyped for that. Um, so it, I think because they kind of tempered expectations going into it, they exceeded expectations with everything they announced and showed. And then they went on the Treehouse Live stuff, and they announced even more and showed off more there. Yeah, they were like, hey, Pokemon RPG coming. Yes. Not anytime soon, but it's coming. Yeah. Like, okay, and that, Fair. Okay, okay. And if we're talking about it in that sense, then I agree with you. Nintendo definitely won the lion's share of excitement. N- N- Nintendo did this year what Sony did last year. You're right. You're which, right. Which is, I mean, they said, this is what we're doing. This is what you want. This is what we're going to do for you. 
and they they put it all out there. They didn't pull any cards. They showed us everything. And I definitely think they had the biggest. I don't want to say biggest crowd reaction, but like definitely the biggest. Like, oh, are we really doing this? And then when they announced it, they're like, oh wait, we're doing this, and they went crazy. With um, if you don't already know, they've officially announced Metroid Four. Uh, this is not a side game. This is not a uh, off. This is Metroid Prime main, Four. Me, this is Metroid Prime Four. Let me get the right Metroid Prime, and this is a mainline Metroid Prime game. So, and they also have the shortest conference. True. Thirty minutes. Well, if, they have the Treehouse. Okay, live the Treehouse. Stuff, though, okay, yeah. But usually Treehouse Live stuff builds off other stuff. So like. They announced Metroid Prime 4 in the 30-minute conference, and they showed the Metroid Prime 2 remake for the 3DS at Treehouse. They showed all the games. Um, they showed some Amiibos there, which those everybody knew we were going to get the four Le- uh, Legend of Zelda Amiibos. Of course. They showed off more Amiibos, the Metroid Prime Amiibos, they sh- or Samus 2 remake Amiibos, rather. They showed the Mario Amiibos. They showed more uh, Fire Emblem Amiibos that, are all com- that were all in that Treehouse Live stuff. But it's a nice way for you like, to get the core stuff out there and then be like, oh, hey, by the way, here's some gameplay footage and show this stuff, Treehouse Live. So, personally, just that 30-minute block had me more hype than any other conference. Yeah, okay. I'll give it, okay. I'll give it to that. Um, for me, I went in expecting Xbox to come out like Red Hulk. Um, if anyone knows like what Red Hulk is, Red Hulk is basically drunk Superman. Hits everything in sight. And they it. came out like Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> like they came out no, they came out like came out like Supergirl. They came out swinging and then just died. Missed everything. <laughs> he did, he like, didn't say any Supergirl. He just mentioned by specifics Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Like came out and died. Literally died. <laughs> showed up. And died. Like, why were you? What was the purpose of doing that? Should have saved home. Fatal Krypton. But no. I Whoa. <laughs> no. Sorry. Some real deep cut. Deep cuts going on here, people. Some deep cuts. Some deep cuts going on here. And that was people. the 0.1% that was not video game related. <laughs> Moving back. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, Technically, it was because injustice. So the Xbox One X was announced. Well, what, what, what was your favorite? <clears throat> what was your favorite conference? Sony. Why? They showed me the games I wanted to see. God of yeah. War. Expected that. Happy with what I got. Horizon knew it was coming. Glad we got footage. Mm-hmm. Not only did we get footage, we honest. got a date. Really Spider Man is what made it for me for Sony. Like this is an exclusive game, and that's the thing. Like the games that they announced were exclusive, and they were there. And then they're like, basically, we and we had this conversation. Sony is basically lined up all of 2017. To if it's not a third party game that's strongly aligned with Sony, it's a first party game. In 2017. In 20, uh, 2018. Okay. I was say. Yeah, but they've lined up 2018. Like if you look at just look at the list, God of War, first party. Spider-Man, first party. Horizon, first party. Um, that's the end of this year, and leading into next. Leading year. Leading into next year, Uncharted. End of this year, leading into next uh, year. Uncharted is August twenty second. It's August. August. Yeah. So, basically, they've got from August until December of twenty eighteen, because peak game. Star Wars heavily, heavily aligned with PlayStation. Even though they are going to be on EA Access and you can play it early on Xbox and PC and all that, 
heavily in line with PlayStation. So, PlayStation gets the content. Destiny 2, PlayStation gets the content. All the content. Here, all the content. All the content. PC, even PC players have to wait. I don't think the PC Here, Here's what's crazy. When I went to EA Play, when we were there, and you saw this too, I walked to the FIFA section, all PlayStations except for three Switches. Walked, walked to NBA Live. I saw three Xbox systems, five PlayStation systems. Yeah. Went to, to uh, Madden. Similar thing. It was like three Xbox. Even places. Madden? Even Madden. Madden, bro. Madden partnered with Xbox. Madden, bro. Wow. I saw more PlayStation. I'm pretty sure um, also, um, what was it, Battlefield? Was all PlayStation? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure I saw that. And then and Need for Speed. And Need for Speed was all, to, all PlayStation at, uh, Need for Speed. Too, Actually, but, uh, I'm pretty sure I take it back. I'll give it to EA based on the fact that they're like, okay, this is what you want from us. Again, like, I don't want to say their conference was great, but they delivered on the game's end. Um, like, they delivered on the game's end. So, uh, I'll say it's a tie. A tie. No one gets an A this year. I say they get a B++, so that 89.9%, but you got that one professor that doesn't wind up, so you just got 899 <laughs> So, it doesn't really hurt your GPA, but it definitely doesn't help. Um, and so, I'll give Sony and EA that. And, like, Nintendo, for me, was just... I wasn't in love with everything that they did, but then again, like I understand that. See, looking at Sony though, like if you just go off of Sony's history, there's no way all these games are coming out next year. Because you have Shadow Colossus next year, God of War, Days Gone, Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter's third party. It's third party. It's coming on both consoles. Days Gone, Spider Man coming out next year. Uh, And you know next year, yeah. Which, but Sony never releases anything past August. So you're looking early next year, you're getting God of War, Days Gone. You're going to get all those titles that we just talked about early next year. You really think they're all going to, Detroit, you think they're all going to come out early next year because they want, past August, you're not getting anything. No. They don't release, release anything in June and July. They don't. But so here's you've my got thing. like five, six months. I'll say we'll get like three of those. I think we'll actually get God of The one I, I think, I think the games are going to land. God of War, Days Gone. I think Detroit is too much. I think Detroit will end up being, oh, it's September. We just managed to squeak this one out, and then like they're gonna put they're gonna put it in between like right before. I think they're gonna put it right before Destiny Two. Hey, you haven't had a Sony game in a while. Like their August title. Yes, their August title. Hey, here's Detroit. Now we just they're just gonna sit. once D two comes out, they're just gonna sit back, roll with cash. Oh yeah. Cause you, like Destiny Two. People don't want to qualify it as a... It might as well be a first a, a Sony exclusive. Like, I remember December... Or September... Was it September 4th, 2014? I bought the white glacier... The glacier white... Des- it is a system seller. I was working at the GameStop and Shiny Mission, and we sold 12 PlayStation 4s that night. Yep. Including mine, 13. So it is a system seller for Sony. Point blank period. I don't want to hear anybody say... I have literally, I, my own self, have sold consoles because of that game. So I don't want to hear you say it's not a system. It is a system seller for Sony. So I count that as a first party. Even though it's third party, it's coming to PC, the PC crowd is eventually going to grow bigger than the PlayStation party, but like... But with the content coming first and the duration... Content coming first. And then, again, like, they got Destiny lined up. 
and then Destiny's gonna ride the wave until November. Oh, no. Call of Duty. Don't gets get me again. wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like they're super smart partnering with Activision and EA and just oh, dominating the holiday season without even having to have first party games. Which I is just, ridiculous, that, by the way. Looking at some of his conference, that's why I kind of marked it down a little bit. because nothing was really new that really intrigued me. Shadow Colossus remake, sure. We got the Nino Kuni dated before the conference even started. Um, but it was uh, looking at it, everything dated for next year. There's no way Sony's going to come out next year with these games. No, there's no way. So then, and PGR is three years out before anyone even thinks about it. no. PGR and, and Gran Turismo's a fall. Like, we're not even going to call that 2017. That's just going to be... They should just put on that a fall of a year. Just blank. <laughs> just a fall. It'll come out in autumn sometime. Yeah. Nobody knows when. But it's just... It, there's no way. No way it can come out this year. So I have to temper my expectations for that. And that kind of, to me, knocks it down a little bit. Yeah. And but I, I can understand. If you like it, like... And then, like, I was a little, like... The banjo thing. I was like, I mean... Okay. <laughs> like, I watched it. I was like, what the hell like, is this? I was like, oh, that did, opening scene for yeah. Uncharted. Yeah, like I was like, did we just transport to India or where did we go? Like yeah. that, because I was, I was like, why, 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 why do they keep? It was very water themed. There's a whole lot of water. very water themed. <laughs> a whole lot of water. Uh, Waterfalls. Seven, seven water out of ten. Water. Too much water. Uh, I when I started watching it and then the way the water started going, I was like, "Are they making the Assassin's Creed symbol?" Because I was so lost, I was so <laughs> lost for a moment, and then Uncharted, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." What does that do for me? Like, but I want to talk specifically about um, Days Gone. I want you guys to pitch in because I, I we've seen Days Gone three years in a row now. Like this is the first year we got longer than. 35 seconds of gameplay. Because at first, we just got... Yeah, hey. last year was for the first time we saw it. We yeah, it was the first time we saw it. It was like, yeah. It, it bookend. Yeah. Something. yeah. I, so, at first, it was like three years ago, we got Days Gone. Oh, they're actually not dead. They're a yeah, real studio that's, right. that's actually doing something. And then it was like, Days Gone. And then we saw it like... Before they even put the name up, we saw it and it was like, is this The Last of Us 2? Is it like multiple characters? And then they... End of it, days gone. I'm like, oh, okay, that looks like a loss. And then again, this year, it looks a lot like Last of Us 2. Can this game make a market for itself? That's my question. It's going to be it's, hard. I feel like yeah. it's too similar to Last of Us 2. It really See, has. It, it, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. Go it, ahead. It's really got to pinpoint the things that make it different from Last of Us. Um, I mean, Last of Us, although it's, it's much more linear. Um, this one, like, they didn't show it off, but if you watch gameplay footage after yeah. the conference, like, you can take multiple paths to go do something. Okay. So you're not, you don't have to go down that road and get caught by that line every single time and then fuck the two guys. It's, you can go around them and sneak up on them and take them on a different means. Um, so that, that they've really got to push that to, to separate it from Last of Us, where Last of Us is more or less... Go this direction, kill these. Yeah, guys. because Last of Us is a sur- like if you ask me, Last of Us is a survival game. It's like you see the inception of the apocalypse and then you live the aftermath of it. Yeah. Whereas this is like it's kind of happening around you and the world is adapting. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the ten year gap between Last of Us, like they just stuck this game in there. And I'm just like, I don't know if this is- I want it to work because the gun like the gameplay and the gun mechanics sound great but i'm like between last of us days gone and uncharted like sony first party kind of make the same games 
Like, it's like the same game in a different format with a different character. It looks like Horizon without dinosaurs. Yes. Like, and, and completely I couldn't put it any studio. better. Like, it looks just... Like, when it started, I was like, whoa, more Horizon stuff? After we saw the DLC content. Yeah. And then, I Hobie saw the motorcycle, and I was like, that's... That's new. That's not Horizon. Oh, Days Gone, that's right. Old Man with the Jacket. Yeah. Like, then it made sense, but... I don't know. Days Gone to me is it's it's like the epitome of they started this game when Walking Dead was in its height, and now it's everybody's trying to play off the Walking Dead theme, and it, it's yeah. It's if you ask me, uh, uh, State of Decay Two is actually doing a better job of it because like that's more of an open world survival. Uh, do what you I want. will. I will say this for me personally, in general as a whole, the whole zombie thing to me, I'm 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 done with it. I like I I'm not really that big. I was never really wrapped up in so, it, but like Last of Us was like. Last of Us really, came at the that was for an me. Ex- that was an exception. Like, but, like, but, but here, here's here's yeah. the thing. Like that came at the perfect time because I was getting ready to jump off that bandwagon of like, oh, let me see the zombie movie or let me kind of because everybody was talking about it. The Walking Dead was a thing. I remember watching The Walking Dead and then Last of Us Two kind of came in, but because the story was so exceptional, I was like. I gotta finish this. I gotta see this out. So now I'm excited for Last of Us Two, more so for the story rather than the gameplay, and that's just me personally. Days Gone, personally, yeah, it looks a lot like Horizon. Feels like Walking Dead slash Last of Us to a point that I'm like, I'm playing those games. Why do I need this one? And that's the question they have to answer over the next. They, what they've got twelve months to answer that question. I guess. I mean, what do you they, think the next thing is? Cause I know it's kind of like a zombie. Theme going on. A lot oh, of dragons. Space. Oh, you're right. Space. space. I mean, you saw it. has been hinted that uh, BioWare's Anthem got announced. That's very space centric. Um, Bethesda's been kind of leaked that they've got a space centric, like uh, Elder Scrolls coming out eventually that they're working on currently. So, I mean, your Mass Effect has always been big. Yeah. Um, so, it just looks like everything's going futuristic space this time. Which so. is why um, Red Dead looks so intriguing because it's literally. The opposite. The exact. Like, yeah. Everyone is going this way, and Rockstar is like, we just go chill. But I mean, we've here. only seen like what five screenshots and a, a and red then, screen. And, and then the funny, and the funny thing, it doesn't even matter. We're like, ah, let's go. That's all I have to do because it's Rockstar. I mean, they showed they showed the helicopter for what five five like, screenshot. Hey. Everybody was like, oh my god, you gotta see the helicopter. Okay. Bro. A million hits in thirteen minutes. And five. As long as Days Gone can hit the right story motif, I think that's what Last of Us did. Is it? It had what tweakers, zomb like they were zombies, but they weren't really zombies. Yeah. And it more focused on the relationship between the two characters. If Days Gone can do something like that, and zombies is just like a side thing, like the Walking Dead comic was, it was all about the survival. Um, If they can do something like that and make it relevant in that manner, that might be worth it. But if it's just zombie shooting all over again, I'm not down with that. Exactly. Like, it's what? what's the point? We got time to see, I guess. Cool. All right, um, so you guys want to talk about um, EA Play and the Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, for sure. For a little bit, and then we'll wrap up with, like, what games we're most excited for next year. Because I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, and we jumped around the whole ET press conference, but... Talk about that experience, and you guys keep talking about this NBA Live. I refuse to believe anything until that game yeah, is in my hands. Because, listen, even Greg remembers this. I was so hyped. I think it was 20, what was it, 
because they 20, it was the 2015 2014 2015 14 15 16 are the only lives yeah so it was 20 it was like 20 because they came back in 2013 and it was it was it was a juice box it was terrible and then it was like we're coming back better next year in 2014 15 it was like oh yeah this game is gonna be good and i hyped it up and it released and i was disappointed it was so abysmal i have never seen basketball controls so atrocious in my life nba live no nba live controls worse than nba jam like i'm not talking about the playstation one i'm talking about the arcade one like that was more enjoyable than nba live in 2014 it was that atrocious so i had to see this game for myself because you guys keep talking about this now i want to hear more about it because we talked about it off air but i want you guys to tell the people this so when it comes out you guys take credit but I also don't want to be held liable for anything. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So going, into, I didn't know what to expect because like it's a free event. Like you just register, you just got to make sure you're in line, get your wristband, and you're Man, good to go. We sat in line three, three hours, solid three hours. Yeah, because we were just walking around uh, Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard, just check stuff out. We were, we were gonna get in line at like two thirty, but we're like, hey, let's walk up the street, look at the Capitol Records building. We walk up and we see a line forming. Like it went down the block and it went around a little rock. Oh. We Better might want to get in line now. So yeah. that was at like noon, and then registration was supposed to be at three. But they opened up early. But they op- so when they started registration, they just started letting people in. So it was it was it was worth the wait. It yeah. was long. But I thought it was awesome. Like the display, the advertising, the hype. Like it was amazing. That DJ was on point though. Yeah, they had a DJ. They brought in a marching band. Just uh, no, not a, just a marching band. They well, brought a drum, a drum line. line. Yeah, they brought a drum line. line. But as far as the games go, I loved how they had it set up. So they had boots for like each um, each game. So like there's like FIFA on one side. They had about six or seven. Let's back up a second. Like they don't understand. Like when you walk in, once you get registered and you walk in after the security check, first of all, you're walking on red carpet. They're like, we are laying this out for you. So like it's literally a red carpet. And then you walk in. You got the center. You got the center desk. And they're like, everybody, come get a free bag. I was like. What? All right, I'll yeah. take one. So I got my free bag, and then that's when you walk in. It's just open. Yeah, so they big, got this... old, big old letters to say EA Play, and they spell it out going diagonally. And then, like the first thing I noticed was one of the giant mech suits for Titanfall Two. Like it's it was like 20, 15 feet tall at least twenty fifteen to twenty feet tall. It was oh, huge. Okay. It was not no small thing. They were like, we're pulling out the stops. Um, so. Yeah, we walk in after that, and then we see this, like, long line. We're like, oh, man, what am I doing for? It's like, hey, let's go try Battlefront 2. It's like, bet. We walk to the front. We're like, is this a line for Battlefront 2? It's about 300 people deep. Like, yeah, and it was like that consistent. just got in. Yeah. That gameplay footage was so good. I'm, oh, my God. Don't get me started. Like, I was watching gameplay footage in line. Some dude's like, hey, man, check this out. I was like, that's clean. Like, that's so clean. Bro, but anyway, yeah, it was it was fantastic, and just how like they're handing out free stuff, like at the NBA Live tent, they're handing out free NBA hats, uh, stuff here and Photo there. Photo booths so you could be on the cover of any of the EA games, so that was nice. So you could just kind of pick your cover, take a post, pick your cover. It was it was cool, but um, so speaking more towards the gameplay, because the two games we got to get our hands on due to time constraint was FIFA 18 and NBA Live. I'm going to speak a lot more on FIFA because that's generally what I like to play. I pre-order that sports game every year. It's just, it's a thing. Um, So, it's what you would expect FIFA to be. 
they they push the envelope in trying to give you more control of everything but yet still finding a way to still retain its identity which how they managed to do it at this point still blows my mind um so it's it and like any other fifa game it feels so difficult to play it makes sense but it feels difficult to play i think just more so because you're adjusting to it um I didn't see, per se, like too many major changes in the 10 minutes I got to play. Now, there were some, there were some little details that I was able to catch really, really quickly that were, were clean. As always, like any other game, the graphics have been updated and they look a lot sharper. Um, co color was a lot more vivid and that could also attribute to the kind of TV we're playing on. I mean, when you when you got an event like that, that TV better be... <laughs> exactly. It gotta be high-end. So... Um, but uh, one thing that I noticed to all the FIFA fans out there was, so in the last two FIFAs, you could always go into this, uh, to the pause menu uh, when you're making your substitutions for your team. Um, and it always gave suggested. There was always a button that allowed you to, it, you press it and it would pop up suggestions in the start menu under your team management. This year, it's different. They made it a little more seamless if you don't want to pause the game so when the ball goes out of play and a player is low on energy it popped up the r2 button so when you pop r2 it will show what player is low of energy and what player you can substitute and if you want to put him in that position okay. so if you want to so like the for example like uh, when i was playing against him the ball went out of play and it was ander herrera he has this much energy do you want to substitute wayne rooney in his place you hit x and boom it changed. I didn't have to change a menu. It didn't disrupt the flow. It didn't, like, and all of a yeah, sudden you hear the whistle blow, and then it pans over, and Rooney's running out the field, and I was like, whoa. Hey, whoa. For, like, for it was non-FIFA player, it was, like, really cool to see that, and just, I don't really play FIFA. I know how to play. I just choose not to play. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was nice. It was smooth. And I was like, hey, I, I like how this feels. It feels natural, and it's not, like, odd or anything like that. But, yeah. With that being said, um, we're going to now transition because I'm going to use that to transition into NBA Live. So NBA Live, obviously, as Mookie said, it's rough. It was rough. It was atrocious. It was whatever word to use. Disappointment, uh, whatever you – I don't know what the hell the word was. He made one up. He, he literally made one up. Um, but one thing that I did like was that it had a FIFA feel in terms of – the button layout and how it was played um it made sense so um for let's use this ex example so like boxes lob um in fifa and x is to pass o is to shoot it was that kind of setup so it was like bounce pass pass shoot okay so it made sense but then also the analog stick so the analog stick you can use to pull your moves the right analog stick um, I know that kind of caught my eye, too, because it's like that in FIFA, except uh, I think there's one extra button you hold to perform those moves. If not, if you use it without it, it's like a knock-on. You knock the ball further so you can run faster onto it. But but that same concept is there, where you use the right analog, and that, like, you do moves with that. And it so is it the dribble? So the right analog is the dribble, left analog is the movement? Uh-huh. So okay. you move the character, and then you can pull your shimmies or whatever your ankle breakers yeah. and, and stuff like shimmies that. only happen in the post the idea is that <laughs> Thomas is just like 
Why would you even like? It doesn't matter. All right, go does ahead. Continue, it. continue, continue, continue. I also said ankle break. I look. I'm saying you can use that to pull what, the different moves you need to. As to, and it made me think of compared to. I think what was it? One year in 2K, didn't they try to use the right analog to shoot? I oh, think the, it's still there. It's, it's still, still there. See, that doesn't make sense to me because, like, why would you use the right analog and then you have the the button and so like it to me that and just as far as the tooth move goes, like I like, like I'm sure they do this in 2K, but like according to the player that you have, it'll be like their move. So it's like. Who is it? Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, that he showed us with. He has his moves that he uh, actually God. Yeah. Stuff like so that. So you're actually able to pull off signature moves with certain characters. Or certain players. Not characters. <laughs> Too much video games. Um, <laughs> so uh, the guy, like, after we had played our one-quarter demo, which was uh, Golden State versus um, Cavs. And he was like, hey... Give me the controller a second, cause like our demo was done, and he was like, "I'm gonna take five minutes and show you how this how this goes down." And I was like, "Okay, show me." And so he was able to do that. Um, you can actually break somebody's ankles and watch them fall over. We're like, wait. And also, I like the fact that you play like they have guys who actually know what they're talking about and can actually play. They're not just some dudes like, "All right, time's up, you gotta go." Like, thank goodness, they know who got the return of who God was avoided. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know what possessed them to put who got on the on like here's my thing. Outside on like maybe like the YouTubes or the Twitches, fine. But they put that man on national television. I'm just like, oh why would you do this to yourself? Thankfully they learned. And he did not return. But okay, you don't play basketball games point blank, period. So the fact that Timmy Tunga is talking about it and like, like it was actually had a good time is intriguing. You play a little bit of 2K, more just so like you know why I'm annoyed. Um, <laughs> but the fact that you've played 2K the last couple years and like you like this more is intriguing. Again, I still <laughs> have to wait for it to come out. Like De- demos in August. Demo demo drops in August. Are you just gonna wait for the full game? And see, I I, I think I'm gonna wait for the full game. I like when basketball comes out. I think it's in 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 the interest of making two K a better game because everyone that plays basketball knows two K is flawed and they don't really have any competition right now, so they don't really make that many improvements. Kind of like Madden. Madden doesn't really have any competition, but like they make mediocre improvements. Unlike FIFA, like I guess Pro Evolution. Yeah, Pro Evolution is kind of there. Well. No, I- Pro Evolution actually has a, a little bit more of a presence than most people realize. They're not especially in Europe. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hand, hands that like they they uh, yeah especially overseas they have such a big presence that FIFA is forced to. Yeah, and FIFA makes great strides. Madden is like okay. I guess the the great example is MLB the Show. That's the exception. The only one that doesn't have comp- they don't have any competition and they, and they still make, make great games. Great games like seventeen is leaps and bounds better than sixteen. And that's rare. Um, well, not in their case, because they always make brutals on the game, but that's rare in sports games. Usually when you have competition is when you're on your heels. 2K hasn't had a competition in years, and they do dumb things like, oh, yeah, we're going to do park after dark. We're going to turn the lights off. Oh, yeah, it's a Spike Lee joint. And it's going to be glowing tiger pants. Can you fix your shot button, please? <laughs> please? And, and that was what I was going to ask. Do you think this comp- if, if it's an actual great game like you say it's going to be, do you think the the 
competition between now live and 2K, will it make them both better over time? I, I it think it will. will definitely the I first will. year, it'll yeah. take getting used to. Like, in the first yeah. couple of months, it'll be people right. that yes. are like yeah. oh, yeah. hardcore live fans or somebody's like, all right, this looks good. They'll get it. And then they'll kind of spread the word. And I think if and they continue to do well... send their game... Mom, can you give me NBA 2K? And so my grandma's going to come back with live, and they're going to be mad, and they're probably going to end up liking it. Yeah, yeah and exactly. I think it might not be this year, but maybe in 19 or 20 if they do well. That's when we'll start when to see. Yeah, to yeah. have time to yeah. respond and react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's not going to be this immediate, like, take over 2K or compete with 2K. No, I'm not saying that by any means. I would be dumb if I did. But it's enough to I to get 2K to kind of look at themselves a little bit like we might need to be careful, you know. We we might need to kind of keep an eye here because maybe a couple years down the road we we might have some trouble. You okay, know? so for like the average consumer, because we know um, as far as video games is concerned, this table is not considered the average consumer. Especially me, like I, I'm far. I think you're on, you're on, you're quoted to say you don't have a budget when it comes to video when games. it comes to video games. The budget is not it's not existent. <laughs> I just I just spend money. Um, I let's just say that's my budget. Let's yesterday. say <laughs> let's say two K comes out. You buy that. You buy the sixty dollar. I don't even buy sixty dollar games anymore. I spend hundred dollars on games because I buy the version All the stuff with it. The stuff, the stuff. I, I like the stuff, so I get the stuff. So I, buy, I spend hundred dollars to get the stuff. He don't even know what he get. He could be getting crack and he still buy it. It's stuff. Uh, <laughs> in game DLC, crack at it. Hey, hey, man, you got the stuff. <laughs> I, 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 I get the stuff. Okay, let's say if you, let's say someone came to you on the street or in the neighborhood, they say, "Hey, my son wants a basketball game." This NBA Live game is thirty bucks. This two K game is sixty bucks. I don't really know what to do, cause I feel like NBA Live is gonna hit thirty bucks three months in anyway, just because it's 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 the it's the like it's the challenger. It is a challenger. Would you say? Would you tell someone, hey, go ahead and spend the sixty on the two K, cause your kid's gonna love it? Or be like, hey, NBA Live is thirty, and it's a great game. You should go for the live. In your opinion, point. because I'm biased, so yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. give an opinion. Yeah. What would you say? And um, what's your opinion? Someone doesn't play basketball against period. <laughs> what would you say? Okay, if we're looking at it like that, first of all, even if it's not the most amazing game and it's solid and it gets its mechanics down right for itself, spend the 30 bucks. You'll be fine. I don't know how many people you talk to and they're like, I hate 2K, 2K this, 2K that. I'm like, exactly. your kid's going to be mad. So just spend the $30, let him figure it out, get down the mechanics, yeah. and he might be all right. Like, the hard part is, though, the kid, it's, all his friends probably have 2K. They have all that's, 2K. So that's, that's the hard where, part. Yeah. Like he, I'm sure he's going to want to play with his friends. But it's like, I'm sure he'll be less frustrated if he plays NBA Live. So you I, think he'd be less frustrated? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not that... No, I'll, look, this I didn't. The funny thing that's is, when the guy, guy doesn't play basketball, so you play a little bit of basketball. I play a little bit. However, maybe I. I yeah, I was used to getting schooled. I was schooling this dude in NBA. Life, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he, 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 he did, yeah. Uh, anyways, but you were playing with Golden State, so that don't mean that. It's neither It's neither here nor there, but. Actually, the guy that was helping us uh, with the demo and all that jazz, and maybe it was just because it was like music to my ears. I wanted to hear that. I didn't go fishing for it, but he's like, every shot you make that is greenlit, 100%, unless it's blocked. I said, wait, what? I said, you said what? I'm like, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> that, that's literally, yeah. he told us, we didn't go fishing for it. 
He was like, and he was like, okay, so you see your shot meter, there's a green section in there because you press and hold the button and the shot meter will go up and you try to make it land in this in the space. So it's, no, it's standard, it's, yeah. Standard. So it's a, so it's a standard shot meter, but um, depending on where you are in the court, obviously it will either be full or you know it'll be. So and like depending, okay, that's what I'm gonna ask. Is it variable? So it, like, if I'm playing as KD and I'm shooting an open two versus I'm playing as Damian Lillard shooting a contested three, is it gonna be open and like? Is it yeah. Be so it it, it does it does adjust yeah. and like Steph Curry, like Steph Curry has range on the court, but also it. When you see that range, so if he's at half court, you might see a sliver of green, but it's there. But as you like, if you're at the actual three point line and trying to hit from like 28 or 30, it's a decent amount of green. So it varies with the player and their range. Just to make it clear for those of us who don't actually know sports balls. um, (laughs) (laughs) When so what you're saying is. What you're saying is, so if I get a 99 shot, I'm gonna have a bigger like my my shoot shooting rate average is 99. I'm gonna have a better a bigger green bar to hit than if I were to have like a 50. Depending where you are shot. on the court. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, if I'm a 50 though, my my splinter my green is probably not there if I'm at half court. Where if I'm a 99 yeah. shooter, yeah, it's and probably yeah, and you something. Yes. Okay. It, I just because you know Mookie over here dropping names. I just want to make sure we all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was what was really cool because it it didn't matter what player you had, but if you tried to pull up a shot with uh, you know Iguodala from downtown, you might not have any green. You'll just you, see yellow, and you'll see yellow, and you might make it. <laughs> It'll be a prayer from heaven. You're probably not gonna make it, like regardless. But if you're inside making a mid-range two, you'll have a decent size green. So it doesn't matter. It adjusts, and they try. It looked like they really tried to consider what kind of player, the position, and their shooting range, and, and tried fatigue. to make that. Right. And, yeah, fatigue, and fatigue played a factor. It already sounds good. Well. Now here's my thing: How did the players look? Because the last time I played 2K, everybody was Kevin Durant's height, and everybody no, was Kevin Durant's no, size. there's an obvious height oh. difference. Yeah, Kyrie is trying to get down underneath Kevin Durant. Like he could, he's yeah. like, I gotta get around him. I got this long yeah. leg. Like, okay, nah, yeah. like, they actually get players and scan them in though, or are they just like winging it? I know the, no, shoes, they, the shoes were 3D scanned in, but I don't know about the. I know they did a facial scan for their faces, but I don't know about like a full body scan. I, with body scan, or that that's they, that's minor got detail. Their height right in the game. Yeah, if they so their height wasn't an issue. You could tell differences between players. Okay. You could see Steph Curry and Kyrie. You know they're obviously closer, but then Kevin Durant and LeBron yeah. they they're a little bit tall. So you can see those differences visibly. Okay. On the court. So I got a very important question. Yeah. Did they get LeBron's hairline right? <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I didn't even pay attention to that. Man, that's the first thing I would have looked at. <laughs> which, no, it's like, which, it's like you get year, out of rule. Which like, year oh, hairline bro, is it? Is it this year where it's like he's got that Rogaine going? <laughs> or was it a few years ago when he's got that sweatband on the top of it? The, the double headband? The double headband? I think it was Rogue. I believe it was Rogaine. Rogaine I don't. I don't. I didn't see a headband. I didn't see a headband. It's fine. LeBron. Like LeBron. Hey, at least he's got. At least he got something. Wait, but didn't he just shave his head though? So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Man, it did for two weeks ago. <laughs> you got a point. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it, it so. looks smooth. Like the graphics look great, even in game while playing. I enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Um. So it it did play very very well. You know there were. As looking at it, and it was obviously a demo that we were playing. You know, there there were some minor tweaks. Um, 
that you know that with any game uh i think kind of with underneath the baskets a couple of those players trying to lay up it, the animation kind of sometimes it would flow really really well and then there were times that it i don't want to say choppy but it kind of was weird. it found it was weird that it was kind of like that's a bug like you you can tell it was a bug so like 2k uh, where they Dribbling and just goes through their hand and shit like that. <laughs> 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 He's taking off the glasses and dropping them. He's so bad. Bro, but He's so this bad. Is the one time we talk about 2K because we're comparing oh, it to another basketball game. Hell. So, all right. Uh, so that kind of we we got an extensive you know kind of tutorial. The guy I don't even remember the guy's name who helped us. Shout out to him because he. I mean, not only did he guide us through it, he really sold us the game too as well. And then he was able to play it himself. So. It was like shout out to NBA Live because they they were really trying to push. They're they're trying to make this game work, and I think they kind of did the right things to present it to make sure they had people there to be able to help. So uh, let's move on. Yeah, but yeah, EA Play is fantastic. If they do it again next year, I'm definitely gonna try. And go. I, I I definitely want to go. Yeah, like, and be able to stay any longer and actually try out. See everything. Yeah. Cool. Now, in 30 minutes or less, tell us about the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra experience. <laughs> oh, man. That's this why, one for that's me... That's 30 minutes or less. For me, this was like a childhood dream that came true. I thought about it in a dream, and it happened. It came. I went. I died happy. Point blank, period. Like, Did they have, like, Keyblade instruments? No. no. Oh, miss. So, so okay, so... <laughs> up until... End of 2015, beginning of 2016, just before they sold the tickets. This idea of an orchestra was a thought to everybody's mind until they were like, hey guys, we're doing a world tour. And then I'm like, oh, let's go. And Yoko Shimomura, who is composer of the music, is going to show up. I'm in. So obviously, we bought our tickets uh, over a year ago. Man, we were at our sister's graduation on the computer watching that timer. Like we, oh, we were we were ready, but no, nah, it was really really cool because they got some of the best orchestra players in the world. It was London, like a few players from London Philharmonics and Tokyo Philharmonics made this one like super orchestra along with a choir. Oh wow! Like yeah. that, I mean, they they played games, and then so what was really cool was Tessie Nomura had put together um, video footage from from the games and different parts to make it fit to the songs so it was like when you hear certain songs you were looking at that certain world or that certain you know battle theme or whatever yeah. and it was just it was just this progression you're just like oh, it's so cool. cool like i felt like i was in the game like yeah there's that moment you're just start you feel like, like uh are you familiar with kingdom hearts yep. have you played? yeah yep. so it's like when you're starting like either like the first one or the second one where you're in that world, like, it's dark and you're walking up those stairs where you find, uh, like, Dark Side. Uh, yeah, or, when, uh, when you get, the you first learn yeah. to get the Keyblade. Yeah, they had okay. that and music. Then, yeah. I was like, dude, this is When they music. had that choir playing, I got chills. No, first of all, let's back up to the first song, which was Dearly Beloved. No, yeah, I think it was Dearly Beloved. So the end, like, when you're at the start menu, that music that plays, they played the first two notes. I had chills down my spine because it was just like... Oh bro, God. the piano player has so much finesse, bro. He's like hitting the keys, kind of like he was. Right. Oh yeah, he, he was, was trailing nice, off. Bro. He was like, he was nice. <laughs> like he was, he literally did that. He was <laughs> elite, bro. He, bro, he had the chops, man. He was going in, like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, really, overall, that that ex 
experience was fantastic. It was a beautiful it was, theater too. Yeah, Dobley Theater is nice. It's not huge because it fits, I think, anywhere between fifteen hundred to two thousand people, but it's all seating. So like, there's there's no standing at all. You you get an assigned seat and you sit, which that's just just the kind of theater. So it's similar to those who are in Kansas City. It's sort of like what Uptown, Uptown except put seating in the front. So it's kind of like that feel, except it's like three levels tall. Wow. So it's it it was fantastic. So obviously, as everybody knows, was that people eventually after the fact heard that Tetsuya Nomura showed up. Which, by the way, you can only imagine that place was loud. That place was crazy. And you're not allowed to like record at all. You're not allowed like, to record. But as soon as, like, as, soon as he walked out, everybody was like. <laughs> and they're all the security had flashlights. He's like flashing everybody. Was that, was that at the end of it? It was. Towards it was. At, the end, yeah. It was towards the end. So so what happened was so they had a specific conductor for the music, but then like Yoko Shimomura, she played a song for everybody for the encore. They played the closing credit song. So the credits were literally rolling, and they're playing the music for oh, it. Wow. And she's on the keys, and she is killing it. She is amazing absolutely amazing so like to see a composer that like i almost idolize in a way do their craft was just fantastic which i know tim you've seen all kinds of people and you know uh, you understand you went saw john mayer you were just like bro (laughs) so um but she when she said we have a special guest for you because it was a rumor he was set to show up it was a hundred percent a rumor everybody was kind of like well E3's happening. Yeah. So it makes sense. So at yeah. that point, 100% rumor. She said it. So we had a special guest. The whole knew. place erupted because we all knew. He walked. So when he, he walked out, everybody erupted. And he said he wasn't even there for E3. He was actually there for the concert. For the concert. Yeah. Purely. Because they had three shows in LA. Which, by the way, seeing him on TV or on any screen, but then seeing him live in person, I'm like, this man made himself Noctis. He gave dressed yeah, exactly like him. Black t-shirt with the cut-off pants with the boots. I was like, oh. Yeah, bro, he was chill. Everybody's all dressed up and stuff. He walks out like, yo, he's straight chilling. Like, <laughs> that was like, I, I, I will say some words. I got to stop myself. He came out looking. I was like, this man is Noctis. He made Noctis after himself. Like, don't even, don't even play. Don't even play. I'll keep your secret, but you got to tell me in the back. You made yourself Noctis, didn't you? But, no, it was cool because he then talked to us. He kind of told us, yeah, like he said. He making said, it come to life and all that. Yeah. yeah, making it come to life because he, he it had been a while since he had made the footage that he had a chance to actually watch it and make sure it's, you know, synced up. So he was actually in the back watching. And then he's like, first of all, like 98% of the people that were in there do not understand Japanese at all. But he started talking after he talked about not going to E3 and all that stuff. People started gasping, and I'm like, he must have said something interesting. So his translator saying, the moment he said Kingdom Hearts 3, everybody knew what he was talking about. And he's like, we're going to drop the new trailer for you guys. So he dropped it for us first. Right. Yeah. Which, because we went to the first LA show. And apparently, oh, so you didn't even get the leak. You got the. We got, we the, got the legit the trailer. Yeah. yeah, we got the scoop like an hour, two hours before they released it worldwide. Because oh, wow. we were at the very, very first show. Yeah. Uh, which I don't even think he should... I heard that he didn't... Sh- he was there, but he didn't speak to them in the other two. So, which was... That was, like, extra special. But 
what people don't understand, also why that trailer was so hyped for us, at least at the E3, the concert, the, the people played the music for us. Yeah. So you heard, like, we were literally just watching a video, and the orchestra was playing the music for us. So we're literally hearing new Kingdom Hearts 3 music with our own ears, live. Yeah, that was wow, that's dope. So I was like, this is the dream of a lifetime right now. Like The only thing that pissed me off is like, we're not going to see this game for probably two years. 2019. That's so, the only thing that irritated me. I was like, all so, right, I love what I see. Great gameplay. Great I, new abilities. Well, I guess awesome we'll looking engine. More information. What next month at D twenty? Next month. Which yeah. Also, it was. So I'm. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. However, it was kind of weird and very cryptic, because he was talking and Tetsuya Nomura had his translator, and I'm hoping it's a mistranslation. He used the words, or at least the translator had translated the words that final information is supposed to be given at D twenty three. So. What does that mean? Does that mean that's the final information for the rest of the year? Or is that the final information that we're going to get to having a release date? What does that mean? So well, I'm sitting here like, crap, I don't want to hear those words. I can see the release date being announced at D23 next year. Yeah, which, which rightfully so. Late 2018 title. Yeah, which, which rightfully so. It. But hearing well, that last word... Last year we saw gameplay footage. Yeah, but, but they cleaned it up. They cleaned. They they. You can tell they did work because we we saw twenty fifteen. We saw a little more last year. They cleaned it up. Not only did they clean it up, they gave us everything that they showed us was a little bit slower style gameplay in terms of the battle. Mm-hmm. This one was it was heavy. It was battle heavy and it looked fast. And I yeah. was like, ooh, I like yeah. this. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked dope. And so, bro, I loved how like the characters looked in those cutscenes. Dude, oh, like, oh my! It's one thing to go to reveals for stuff, but also you know to get the scoop first, and you're with that fan base, is just incredible because everybody's doing the same reaction. Nobody was sitting. Everybody stood up because the trailer happened, and Sora's like, "Boo!" Everybody's like, "No!" Like we're standing up. I I'm pretty sure I accidentally hit you like three or four times because I'm like, like, bro, bro, bro. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody was doing it because everybody was so hype about it because it just looked so clean. And then there was that trailer revealed a lot, like just not the fact of gameplay, story wise. There was so much to unpack. First of all, we're gonna find out what's in the black box. Because they finally mentioned the black... Because if anybody who doesn't know or hasn't really kept up with the Kingdom Hearts series, the game Unchained Key, which is the the movie, um, it dates back before Birth by Sleep. This is the beginning lore. And it's the prophecy that is leading to what the Kingdom Hearts series currently is. Between 1 to what will 3 be. you know, Or Birth by Sleep all the way to, to 3. Okay, so it, it kind of gives you in, an inside scoop, but also there is a black box that is a part of the prophecy that was given to one of the master's disciples and was told never to open it. What is interesting is that Maleficent somehow knows about this black box when nobody's supposed to know about it. So the question is, is how did Maleficent get at it, that information? So that's that's huge. That, to me, that's going to be a huge part. One thing I did notice, and I will love, 
the Disney villains look like they will be the focal point again. Oh, that that's what that trailer told me. Period. Because Maleficent knows about the black box. That means Maleficent's gonna be after it. She probably she might recruit everybody because we saw obviously Pete and Maleficent walk through the through the darkness portal. So because that's what Kingdom Hearts One was. Yep. It was about the Disney villains, and then the last ten percent of the game happened. We just get handsome all of a sudden. Which don't get me wrong, like eventually that yeah. turned out to be awesome and crazy as the story goes on. But that's where the game started was with the Disney villains, and I'm excited about that. So um, I won't get into too much detail on that. We'll talk about that for another day. But just know, like that black box is going to fulfill a very, very long prophecy because if you think about it, between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is before. That's a 10-year period. So, And then you've got, I think, a 2- to 3-year period between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 3. But Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key is well before that. Actually, I think it's... I don't think they've ever disclosed the number of years. Honestly, if you ask me... It could easily be 100 or 200 years before Kingdom Hearts 1. It could be. Maybe not quite 200, but maybe 100, if you ask me. But that, to me, was fantastic. And also, one more thing. uh, uh, There's a possibility Roxas might come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. We saw that. We were like, ooh. This would be dope. Like that was crazy to me. Okay, that was. So I'm, gonna, crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this for a second. There were some details in that game that we had never seen in the Kingdom Hearts game before. Did you notice how that rain was coming down and how you could see droplets of it hits it and it ripple effects? That's what I was saying. Like, like the and I'm like, they used was incredible. It's so like, it's it so, so clean. Good. And then the rocks falling down from the Rock Titan. It actually had physics. It didn't look so scripted. There was some things in my, I'm just like, oh, this is so beautiful. Anyways, I'm going to step down from my my high horse. Kind of like he did from your host position. Oh. Oh. that though, guys. No, 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 no. No, no, so cool. So as you can tell, we're clearly excited from all the dope E3 news. Uh, before before you end this, can we talk about something real quick? Yeah. Can we talk about that Xbox One X? I just want your. I just want your. As the guy who last time said, if it's five nine, if it's four nine nine, I'm not getting one. They said it's four nine nine. Are you gonna get one? I don't know. Why not? They got that bootleg uh, Tales game coming out, man. <laughs> Yo. So let me say it this way. The game I'm going to be spending 98% of my time with over the next year, two, three years, Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is coming out on PC. I have a friend, shout out to the homie Chris, who has three 1080, T, uh, 1080 Ti's. I'm going to finesse one off of him. So my PC game is going to be dope. On the PC with Destiny, you can actually take your PS4 character back and forth, right? It's confirmed? Confirmed. What reason do I have to be on my Xbox? Honestly, guys, I was going to talk about this. I'm, 
Like, Xbox is losing me by the day. I turned on my Xbox five updates later. Five updates and nine hours later. I was like, oh, cool. They got the Xbox Game Pass. I think it's going to be like Summer of Arcade. They're going to throw a bunch of indies in there. I turn it on. Sign up for my free 14-day pass. The three most intriguing games on there, Shadow of Mordor, XCOM 1, Sunset Overdrive. But but here's the thing, though. It does exactly what it, they said it did. It plays Netflix and Hulu and Blu-ray. <laughs> it's a media player. I can stream TV from it. Like, I don't... What else is it supposed to do? Games. Oh, the stuff they don't have? Games. <laughs> why, my thing is, why is it the most powerful console and Destiny is still 60 frame, uh, 30 frames per second? Locked. It ain't that powerful. <laughs> Listen. Star Wars. Star Wars is going to look the exact same on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. EA said that. EA came out in front of everybody and said, Star Wars will look the exact same on the PS4 Pro as any other console. They literally called out Xbox. They're like, ah, you say all this stuff. This generation, they got more flops than Sony. They got Halo. They got Gears. What a they game got that Sunset cuts. Overdrive. I'm, I'm talking flops right now. They're talking about six of them. I'm only at three. He said I'm at half the flops. Uh, I just brought a fish up there. This is what we're doing, guys. Just with their safety. I really like how when Phil Spencer announced the price. It was super low key. He's like, and the Xbox One X to me four nine nine backwards compatible Xbox. Oh, yeah. I got you, bro. I got that backwards compatible old school stuff. Like, for me, the one guy on the podcast who doesn't have a budget for video games, it makes no sense. I have the Pro already. I don't have four K TV, but I got the Pro. And boost mode basically puts it in the same category. Let's be perfectly honest. If you're running a pro boost mode, which basically stays on my pro, I, I, I turn it on once and turn it off just to see a comparison. I never take the boost mode off. <laughs> what reason do I, like, give me a reason. Crackdown is not it. Sea of Thieves, not it. Cuphead, not it. Although that does look fun. Though. Cuphead looks like a lot of fun. That's but not Minecraft the Minecraft in 4K. It's a block game. No. Like 4K like I I want to have a reason to play on the Xbox One. Signature. Like I want to have a reason to buy the Xbox One S. Like I'm going to I, I, I'm going to get a 4K TV. That's undoubtedly a 4K monitor is a little unreasonable right now. Like for three hundred dollars more, I can get a low end 4K TV. A, a big one. A big one. Like a much bigger uh, yeah. one than a 23 inch monitor. So a 4K monitor is a little unreasonable for me right now because like we haven't really started doing video production and all that stuff. Plus, it's just the price is a little bit unreasonable. But for X, I. I, I why? Like, he's been saying it's a premium price, it's a premium price, it's a premium price. It's a premium price, bro. It is. I could buy two PlayStations for that price. And you ain't got no games. I can buy. Listen, I can buy okay. two PlayStations for the price of one Xbox so, One. So let me, let me ask this because I will be 100% honest. Really, I didn't care to listen to Xbox's conference. 
I saw something about the Xbox One X. You heard about exclusive, world first. I, no, I, I didn't even hear that much. I said Xbox One S. What the hell is this? Nope. I'm good. Like <laughs> I, 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 so at this point, I'm flying blind. I have no idea what the hell is going on. And, but I was expecting to hear about the Scorpio. So that's what the Scorpio is supposed to be, right? Yeah. Xbox yeah, One yeah, X. One. Yeah. That's the dumbest name I've ever heard before yeah, in my life. The Scorpio. They should have dropped the Xbox moniker the and just Scorpio. stuck with a single name. Scorpio. Or even just call it the X. I, I could get behind that, that as far as name-wise, price-wise. Project, X, Project X would have been great. Just, yes, or just X. Just simple. But you got this super long Xbox One X. So now, um, Grandma comes in at GameStop. My son wants to get a next-gen consoles. Because trust and believe, we live in Kansas. There are plenty of people who still have PS3s. There's an astounding amount of people who still have... PS2s! That's what I'm about to say. There's an astounding amount of people who still have PS2s and two TVs. I work at Walmart. I don't get people like that. Maybe every once in a while, it's like... I got PlayStation 2 controls? Homie, you still live in 2003? All day. Every day. Like once a month. Yo. Minimum. Once a month, I run into a customer. Oh, yeah, I'm upgrading from the 360. Why? Once <laughs> once a day, they still come in by the old stuff. Once a day? One at least. So, like, Yo. being in the Midwest, is kind of, it's literally like stepping back in time. So, like, grandma walks in, the kid is hammering, I want an Xbox, I want an Xbox, I want an Xbox. Okay, that's fine. Grandma walks in, grandma's going to buy the cheapest Xbox. That pre-owned OG box. And then to say, okay, this is for the hardest of hardcores. Dustin Legary is the only person I see excited about this. Ryan McCaffrey, king of Xbox Nation himself, the ruler of all things marked with an X, the emperor of Xbox games and Forza Horizon like, fan club, is not excited for this. Oh, boy, there's no reason to be. Someone, I think it was, uh, and again, they might be slightly biased because it's mostly PlayStation blog. But they were said, Xbox One X is a great direction, is a great move in an optional direction. I, I'm going to admit, I jumped the gun on the Pro, but I'm happy with my purchase. And honestly, I finessed the system and I got it for really cheap, so I'm not really that mad. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to mention that part. I, I'm not going to lie, I finessed the daylights out of the system. I got mine for cheaper than a uh, new Xbox and I'm not going to explain how I did it. Uh, we're just going to keep moving on. But even though the budget is unlimited, if I go to, if I go out day one, November 7th? November 7th. November 7th, and I pick one up, what am I playing on it? Terry Crews. <laughs> Crackdown? Crack I'm getting that system you for can Crackdown? Also, you can also play your old Gears of War 4, your Halo 5, your Minecraft. And what else do they say is in 4K? Something else is exclusive. Like Halo, oh, Halo Wars? Not just Halo, Halo, but Halo Wars It's as a well. top-down game. If I wanted to play Halo Wars in 4K, I would have played it on PC three months ago. But your Minecraft in 4K, too. I don't I don't understand it either. I don't know how they come out and say we have 42 games, 22 of them exclusives, and they have, like, three real exclusive games, and everything is just, like, and if they're indie losing, stuff that's and, nobody cares listen, about. If at EA Play, they are losing the marketing battle to Tony, who doesn't Microsoft... They don't, Sony has done zero marketing for, for Mad. None. I have I have seen zero marketing, but because they have such a lion's share, what Xbox says, hey, we're going to come out with, 
They should have done 80 games, 40 of them exclusive to the Xbox One. Not this whole first first to console. It's been on PC for nine months. They did that. You, they literally showed a game that's been on PC for nine months. First to console on Xbox One. Which one was it? I, <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been on PC for nine months. Like, who cares? Who cares that you can get it on the Xbox One first? Like, who is this for? And then they, they had the audacity to show 40 games. 39 of them were indie games. I'm going to buy a $500 4K system for indie games? Do you not know I have Steam? Here's your 32-bit games. All in 4K. <laughs> I, I said it, I think I said it here what? when they first announced uh, the specs, um, when they had me on the first time, um, they should have waited another year or two and dropped a new generation. Rather than this hokey pokey, we're not going to do generations anymore, mid-gen upgrade, here's your $500 premium console, they should have just waited two more years, pushed this out as a brand new unit, new generation, and done the hype train that way and started fresh from zero. But now they're... And don't get me wrong. It's Xbox, Xbox it's is way behind PlayStation, but they are still doing well compared to last generation. Are they going to outsell 360? Uh, I mean, what? <laughs> are they going to outsell the 360? Do you realize what console we're talking about yeah, here? Of course. There is no way they're going to outsell the 360. But you're, you, you're comparing it to also a console that's outselling the PS2. Like, so, when you compare the two, it's uneven. But when you just look at Xbox's lineup, why? Halo Wars this year. That's it. And then the next one's Forza. Like, the Forza crowd don't, is amazing. Like, don't God bless it, them. It but. looks beautiful, like, but it's also very niche. I, I, they went from a niche title to a niche title. There's nothing exclusive in between that I can think of. Yeah, and I don't understand why you'd want to compared to PlayStation. Yeah, right now. and and again, like I said, the, the game I'm gonna spend 93 percent of my time with is Destiny 2. Shout out to my boy Randy. My boy Randy, we all played on 360 together. We all played on Xbox One together. The whole the whole team. Shout out to James, JP, Born, all you cats. We were playing the game. And Randy got so frustrated. Like, I paid sixty dollars for the same exact game, and I get a third of it. Yep. Because I need people. I need people to understand this. If you're playing on on Xbox and you're playing Destiny One, there are guns you're not gonna get until Destiny Two comes out. There's still stuff that this that this uh, the Xbox One Destiny fans haven't gotten. That's exactly what I'm saying. There are guns in Destiny One you will not get until Destiny Two is out, and they've already said. Exclusive content at least till 2018. At least. All because all cause Sony puts out the money. And that's what it comes down to. Like, if... if, if I don't want to say Phil Spencer, but if Phil Spencer put out the money, they'd get more exclusives, at least exclusive first, exclusive content, exclusive something. And let's be honest. If we're going bang for buck, Microsoft is a bigger company. Oh, yeah. 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 Microsoft sells more copies of Microsoft Word. Then Sony sells PlayStations in a week. They have the money. Put up the bucks. If they would have got Anthem and his exclusive Xbox One game, that is a system seller. Was Poss- possibly, gonna... possibly. Let's we got we got we got to wait and see what it is. Let's temper expectation on that one a little bit. Yeah, though. but like, it's like this is an Xbox One exclusive. It's gonna run. Yada yada yada. No other console is getting this. It's not going to be on PC. You lock that game up, tighten it up because they did it. They kind of did it with. Uh, 
uh, Tomb Raider, even though Tomb Raider ended up selling more copies on the PlayStation 4 when it released a year later, when nobody wants to talk about it. Man, listen. Nobody wants to talk about it. Tomb Raider ended up selling more on when PlayStation after a year. When you release a game year, on Fallout Day, you've lost your ever-loving mind. Like, just, just stay away. Go. And like, that was, was, but that was not... a spring title they launched in the fall. Like, that was the biggest, that was Xbox doing Xbox things. Listen, if Bethesda puts out a game, run away. If if Rockstar puts out a game, move your game a month away. Because you're not selling. For that one month. Listen, I need people to understand. NPD is like, they track all the sales of video games and video games digital. They don't know if they started doing digital. They do digital. They do it digital, is digital now. You realize how old Grand Theft Auto V is? September 2013. It's still on the Jeez. top 10. I'm Every busy. month. The only months that get kicked out is usually like November. We're calling October. No, yeah, it's October because November they goes on sale for Black Friday and everybody's in their mama's buying it all over again. I bought that game six times. I, I believe it. I bought it six times. Can't, I don't really care for GTA. I, he I bought never it. Usually. Yeah, I bought it. I bought a physical on 360. Digital on the Xbox One, digital on the no physical on PS4. Got rid of it. Digital on PS4, yeah. and then bought it on PC. Which physically PC those discs are dope. Yeah, like the five discs. Yeah, it's, it's a five or seven. I, I thought it was five. It might it might, be seven. I don't know. It, they just look really cool. Anyway. Um. But yeah. Um. We'll see what happens. Knowing me, I'll probably end up getting it around Christmas time. But. I went on a really shout out to the homie Pete Pac-Man White. If anybody's in the Kansas City area and is interested in buying a Mercedes Benz, go holla up my man Pete. This is not a sponsored ad. Trust me, we're not getting any money from Mercedes because if we were, we wouldn't be in this hot room right now. <laughs> but I went on a very, very interesting like car drive today. Let's just say the video game actually like video game category might actually get a budget because. It's hot outside and I ain't got no AC in my car and the new car just sounds real nice right about now. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll see what happens. November seventh, the hype might the, I might just get caught with the hype train. But right now we were playing Injustice today. I'm playing a lot of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Tomorrow, keep the stream, even more about nothing. Um twitch.tv backslash even more about nothing. We're gonna stream some Wildlands, gonna stream some Possibly some injustice, we'll see. But I'm streaming everything I want on PlayStation 4. PUBG is killing my life on PC. Not to mention, like, we just jump into random games of uh, Heroes, of, Heroes Storm. of the Storm, which is actually starting to be fun now. Before that game was just in, like, it was incomprehensible. When you didn't know what you were doing? When I did not know, I still don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but now I don't know what I'm doing with other people in the room. So <laughs> at least it's fun. Um, so, like, all of these experiences I'm having is like, any experience I can have on a PlayStation or the PC is where, like, well, you can have this experience on Xbox. It's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation. You can have this experience on Xbox. It's on, it's on PC. There is, if anyone walked in the market, and as an Xbox guy, as the Xbox guy in the room, it's hurts. Like, I would, you, I would say you're an Xbox guy. No, you're a Halo I, guy. No, I was, I was for 360 generation. Uh, I left PlayStation. I did go to the Xbox. I loved everything they were doing. They did everything right for the 360 generation. Um, I only bought a PS3 for a Blu-ray player. Like, literally, it, it was the exact opposite last generation this generation. I used my PS3 for media. 
and I use my Xbox 360 for gaming. This generation, I I my I play a lot of Netflix on my Xbox One. That's it. Yeah. So like we'll see what happens. I might get hit with the hype train <coughs> between now and November seventh. Like who knows? They might have a secret drop. But like I said, like they've got to figure something out. Like I I I honestly wish they would have said, oh yeah, Anthem, the new Bioware exclusive game, coming exclusively to Xbox this summer. If they would have said exclusive to Xbox this summer or if, when it, if they got some Ninja Drop behind it, yes, some Fallout style, yes, they got Fallout VR, but they don't. Xbox doesn't. It did look real nice. I guess Evil Within is technically an Xbox One exclusive. Nope. Oh, it's not? Nope. Evil Within 2 is not exclusive? Nope. Get out the front yeah, door. E- Evil Why? Within? Evil Within 2. Oh, 2? Nope. Because Evil Within 1 was exclusive. Huh? Evil Within 1 was exclusive. Nope. It's on PlayStation. It's on both. It's on PlayStation 2. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, wait, wait. You do have more mods for Skyrim and Fallout on your Xbox. Get out. What am I doing with oh, There you go. I've never... I, I, I play with three mods on the PC. Clear map. Extra blood, visible road signs. <laughs> I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars for visible road signs, and I, I listen. I can't tell you the number of times I bought Skyrim. I, I lost track. I'll probably buy VR. I'll probably just because it's Skyrim, and it's on the Switch. I saw. Like, I, I did. Did. Yeah. Woo! So it's on the Switch. I'm like, I'm gonna buy it. I'm definitely gonna buy that. You still got I your Switch? Skyrim. I'm gonna buy yeah. it for that. Like, I haven't turned my Switch on in like. Forever, but oh, you're missing uh, let me let me borrow. I want to play uh, Breath of the Wild. Can we get it next Friday? Cool. Yeah. All right. On that note, it's been fun. Tonks, appreciate you coming through. Rafiki, yeah. glad to have you back. We know where you've been, but we're glad you're back. Timmy Tonga, as always. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you. And ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, if you could, if you listen to us on iTunes podcast app, leave us a rating. Like. A review, give us any stars you like. If you give us a one star, at least give us a comment to know what we could do to be better. If you give us a five star, we're not going to be mad at you. We're not telling you what you do. We just appreciate it if you leave us a rating of any sort. Um, catch us on SoundCloud if you're on the um, SoundCloud app. on the Samsung system. That Samsung the, those computer. Yeah, if you're not on iPod, catch us on. If you're on iPhone or Apple, period, catch us on SoundCloud. Um, Working on getting the website up, getting the full RSS feed, working on getting on Stitcher Radio. We did find out that Spotify does have podcasts now. We're going to figure it out. We don't know yet. Can't confirm. Can't promise anything. But we're working. Appreciate you as always. My name is Mookie833. It's been a pleasure. And as always, it has been a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And to all your fellow fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I ain't got no baby, so I ain't. Stay safe, fellas. He ain't got no baby, mama. Drop Thank <laughs> you.